Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. And this is the podcast where you get to follow me and one of my clients behind the scenes during our coaching sessions for six whole months. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This week, I'm sharing a live stream I did in my Facebook group, The Difference Between Making Money and Having Money. And the reason that I wanted to have this conversation and share this conversation again with you today is because I very often talk to women who are making a lot of money in their business and they've always done well. Making money has never been a a problem for them, a struggle for them. And the challenge or where they're feeling frustrated with money is this idea that at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter or at the end of the week, they just don't know where their money has gone. So the money's coming in, they're making the money, they're making the sales, but they don't know where their money is going and they don't have anything to show for it at the end of, again, said period of time, whether it's the week or the month or the quarter or the year. And so what is the difference between making money and having money? Well, For many people, having money, having a clear sense of what does my money do, right? That's where we really start to feel successful financially because we have that sense of control of our money, knowing what our money is doing. And that is really one of the building blocks of creating financial success long term. So I invite you to take a listen. I hope this is extremely helpful for you. And If you feel this way, right, if you are coming into this episode thinking, yeah, that's me, like I've made money in my business, I can make sales, like I've gotten that part figured out, but I don't know where my money is going. I don't know how to maximize the money that's coming in. I'm feeling frustrated about where my money is going or not knowing where my money is going. Then I invite you to check out my new mastermind, MoneyWise, which is open right now for enrollment. This program is for the entrepreneur who's ready to take blinders off around her money and really get a sense of how to build a better relationship with her money, where to put her money, like literally what to do with her money when it comes into the business, and how to build a life on the way to financial freedom that feels really amazing. So you're not waiting to build that dream life on the other side of reaching 50 different financial goals. We start February 28th, and I'll put the link to learn more in the show notes. All right, enjoy. Today's topic is essentially <laughs> this, this concept that I, I think about quite a bit with my clients, and I've been seeing this conversation start to happen a little bit more um, in the online business coaching space, which is amazing. Like I celebrate every time I hear a business coach start to talk about this. And it's essentially the difference between making money and having money. And what we've seen in online marketing for business owners, um, you know, whether you're a consultant or a coach or a done-for-you service provider, there is so much marketing around 
how to make more money, how to make more money, here's how to make more money. And what I really don't see enough of is here's how to make money and make it work for you. Here's how to make money and hold on to the right amount, right? Quote unquote, the right amount because it's different for everybody. Here's how to make money and save enough, reinvest enough in your business and grow your net worth enough to sustain you and excite you and motivate you and create safety and sustainability in your business so that you want to show up for it and you want to continue. Okay. Um, you know, I've seen, there's a couple of examples like client examples that I wanted to share where behind the scenes, things are really, really, really stressed. Things are really, um, like there's, there's blinders on, right? So I had a client who, when she started with me, really had blinders on around money. And the first really month or two that we started working together, she started, she, she'd really bought into make more money, make more money. No shame in that game, right? Like a lot of people do, it's thrown at us. It's so easy to jump into that. And so she was really working on, okay, um, you know, up the marketing, bring in, you know, bring in more clients, hustle for more money and like this big launch, right? And what happened is <clears throat> she grew for the sake of growing really. And what the, the, the final like result was, let me back up a little bit. So she didn't have a plan, right, for her money. And we, I kind of caught her at the end of this, of this like first launch, right? Didn't have a plan for the money that was going to come in, right? So really put a lot of effort, energy, I'm gonna say hustle because it was, it was hustle, um, to, to launch and to have this like, this big month, right? Didn't have a plan for the money. Wasn't focusing whatsoever on net worth, right? So um, money that she owed, um, things that she owned, assets she had, uh, savings, right, whatever the case, and really was growing for the sake of more clients, more revenue, right? And what happened is that at the end of this big launch or as the revenue was coming in, she outsourced all the money to keep continue growing, right? So all that revenue, right? 100% of the revenue from that big month went to payment plans for new strategists, new coaches, new outsource, um, you know, like a task outsourcing. All the money went to that. And here's what happened. Because it was all on payments, the pressure was on to repeat what had been a really big month the very next month. And if you've been in business for five seconds, if you're an entrepreneur, you know that that's not how it works. It's more of this kind of a cycle until you sustainably right, build a process that allows you to stack right, recurring revenue or, or clients right, on, on some kind of a monthly plan. But this wasn't that. This was like a one-time payment and everything relied on repeating, repeating, repeating that month over month over month. And the actions that she took with that revenue was the exact same thing. I have to rely on the exact same kind of month to pay this coach again, to pay the strategist, to pay whatever this outsource work. And it became so overwhelming, right? 
the the whole business came crashing down right months later none of it existed anymore none of it was happening i don't know what happened to the strategists the coaching programs but it was a complete like implosion and so i say that because i think that's what a lot of us see as what's exciting is like have the big month bring in all the revenue and you see so many coaches posting like this is what my month was this is what my um you know revenue last month was and it doesn't say and here's where that money's going or my plan for it or how i'm going to make this work for me sustainably because number one, a lot of those coaches aren't necessarily doing that, right? There's nothing sexy or exciting for them to share because they're like, how do I do this again, right? Let's use this one month I had to market, 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 and like draw people in, but there's no, there's no plan. Or, and this is something I talked about um, recently, is this idea that, and the coaches that are doing the right thing, aren't broadcasting and here's how I reinvest in my business and here's what I pay. Like they're not necessarily taking you line by line through their really smart, savvy, sustainable financial decisions because it's effing boring. <laughs> like it's just not that exciting. It's, it's just, it's savvy. It's, um, it's sustainable is really like the word I'm looking for here that keeps coming back because it's just kind of repeatable. It's just kind of boring, right? They're building something that is it's stackable it's scalable and there's a the underneath all of the shiny like exciting revenue money is working money is doing something money is being held in different places money is being directed and that's what we want we want to know when money is coming into our business when money is coming into our life what's the plan for it where is it going okay so um, I'm going to break down kind of my three. Hey, Melissa, um, all true Teresa says, yes, agreed. <laughs> okay. So I want to just break down the three things that I really think more entrepreneurs should be focusing on when it comes to money, revenue, um, you know, just what's going on in your business, right. And in your life with your money and not just focusing on how much money can I bring in this month? Right. So what I recommend, what I recommend, number one, have a clear strategy for directing your money each month okay so and not just what's expected and recurring but also for the excess money that flows in through sales and i don't like to say unexpected money because i i think we're always you know calling it in and we're always taking the actions to bring more sales in but there's a difference between something that's you know you already have a contract around or you have recurring revenue or you have you know, um, a client that's already paid a deposit, right? Like, you know what's coming in next month. Um, and then new sales that maybe you're not, you don't know about yet. So have a plan for both of those. What's the plan for the money that's expected and recurring? And what's exciting about recurring revenue is you can really create a plan for months at a time. And then what am I going to do if, when, an, ex, an extra $800, $5,000, $10,000 comes in next month or over the next few months, right? What's the strategy for that? So how do I want to direct my money each month? Now, again, we're not starting at ground zero every single month. You, you might want to make a plan for the, for the 90 days, for the quarter. But the idea that we're doing it ahead of time, that we're starting the beginning of December, right, which is a couple of weeks away, with a rock solid plan for what money is doing in December, like that is going to outweigh 
hustling to make a lot of money in December, right? So you can do a lot more with less when you have a strategy ahead of time because those decisions are already made and you can see clearly what you, what you need your money to do, okay? The second piece is have a practice for connecting with your money regularly, okay? Having your finger on the pulse of your money in your business and your life is one of the most amazing ways that you can practice self-care. Um, sorry, I'm going between tabs and I keep hitting the wrong button. Okay, um, having, having your finger on the pulse, having just a simple habit for connecting with your money on a regular basis. So I recommend at least a few times a week, but I do it every weekday, Monday through Friday. And it looks a little bit different personally and in business, but I've said this before, like my business money check-in practice takes 30 to 45 seconds, okay? Now, it didn't take 30 to 45 seconds to set up, but it didn't take that long <laughs> and it gets easier every single week, every single month, right? When I work with my clients on this, we spend some time on the front end getting this practice set up, getting sort of a system set up, and then it truly takes less than 10 minutes a week to check in and do this work. On the personal side, or even on the business side, right, you might wanna add in 20 minutes a week. I sit down, look at what happened last week, what's happening in the coming week, if you have a lot of variable spending, right? Just reflecting on, okay, what the week look like? what we spend money on? How are we feeling about it? Feel great? Feel like we wanna tweak this thing over here? Feel like we wanna put a little bit more intention over here? Like just getting into the habit of knowing what's in the account, what the plan is, where the money's going, and getting comfortable with what are my habits, what are my stories, what are my tendencies, and getting to know like you and your money and that relationship and where you want those tweaks to start happening, right? How you wanna change the connection and the relationship with your money. And then the last piece is really starting to get comfortable with this idea of net worth and building your net worth consistently over time. And again, this is one of those words that, <clears throat> I don't know, I hear net worth and like in the online space, I picture like some bro marketer like preaching, um, I don't know, like real estate sales or I don't know. I like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, like stereotype too much here, but net worth is not, again, one of those words or phrases that I hear in the coaching online space with women. Like, I just don't hear it that much. And it's such a simple concept of what do you owe versus what do you own, right? What do you own versus what do you owe? And ultimately what I wanna help my clients do is grow their net worth. So if I start working with a client and they have a net worth of, let's say, negative $10,000 because they have you know a mortgage and a couple of car loans and some credit card debt and maybe they have some savings and you know they, they own some stuff, but when you add it all up, what they owe and what they own, the, you know, the, the, the number there, um, the net worth is negative $10,000. Okay, so can we spend the next six to 12 months increasing that? 
right? And creating a strategy that is going to increase that net worth over time consistently. Now, that doesn't mean there's not dips and valleys right along the way, but for the most part, if you can get a strategic plan going to increase your net worth, it doesn't take a lot of effort. And if you are connecting with your money and directing your money consistently, like it's a no brainer situation where you can grow your net worth. So that's something that I really like to do with my clients is, okay, let's just think about how can we build wealth? How can we increase your net worth? Um, a little bit at a time, like just to get started, just to see like what's possible, just to see like how this works, right? Create that baseline and get started. And it gets, it's exciting, right? And I know a lot of women that I talk to are like, oh my gosh, like building wealth, like that's not even a thing that crosses my mind. I just want to stop being so stressed out about my credit cards, or I just want to feel like I can, you know, pay my bills on time, or I just want to grow my business to a point where I can quit, you know, my part-time job, whatever the case is. Okay, cool. But your net worth like still matters here. Having a little bit less debt so that payments aren't, you know, you're not tied up in a whole bunch of payments or having a little bit more savings. So it feels like if something comes up, we can just pay for it. And, you know, we can focus on building the business more sustainably and not hustling for bigger months. Like that's all it is. So that is, those are the three things, right? So again, instead of let's focus on growing the business, growing the business, hustle, hustle for the sake of big months. And again, not all coaches are doing this. I think there are some amazing business coaches in this space, but it is definitely a message that I've seen consistently over the last um, nearly five years, I've been an online entrepreneur. Okay. So here's again, what I recommend when you're thinking about money in your business, number one, have a clear strategy for directing your money each month. Number two, have a practice for connecting with your money on a consistent basis. And number three, understand your net worth and just set small goals to grow it and really start to build that wealth consistently outside of your business. Um, okay, so I think the last thing I wanna say um, is that, <clears throat> like this mindset shift, okay? That when we get, like there's no, how do I wanna say this? There's no like overnight wild success here that I'm talking about, there's not. However, when you get close to your money and strategically tell it what to do and start getting excited about the micro shifts in your net worth every day, every week, every month, seriously big changes happen. We feel safety in our home and business with money because we know that we're taking care of the most important things. We're less stressed on a daily basis because the money decisions have already been made, right? So this idea of decision fatigue, like that really starts to um, lessen. And we really do start to see momentum immediately. We have a plan for setbacks, right? Which inevitably happen. Um, and so I just want to give you permission to have that shift where these different habits, these slight changes in how I think about my money and how I connect with my money can create huge changes internally and can just create a lot of excitement and momentum. Um, even though it might not necessarily, your net worth might not necessarily swing, you know, by tens of thousands of dollars overnight, like 
a lot of the marketing wants us to believe it can. Um, and of course it can, like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with like you calling that in, but even the micro shifts can feel monumental. Thank you for listening to Messy to Magnetic. I am so grateful for you being here. Please let me know how you liked the podcast by leaving a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a coaching session away to as a big thank you. Please share this podcast with a woman entrepreneur in your life who would love it. See you next week.